0: the ambitious mum the podcast about ambition motherhood and everything in between hello everyone it's just me again it's Kate and I'm sort of finding a bit of comfort in doing these midweek voice notes because I think it's maybe a bit more like a it's like a virtual diary for me or just a way for me to get my thoughts out and I seem to be getting a lot of feedback sort of saying what I've been talking about is resonating, so I'm really hoping it is helping. This is just my personal perspective. These are just things I've noticed this week. And as I've sort of said before on the podcast, that um days feel like weeks and weeks feel like months. The past week has felt a little bit easier, I think. You know, the, the shock is kind of worn off. Um, the fear, I guess, is still there, the uncertainty is still there, but as humans do, we sort of fall into a routine, we fall into a pattern. I think the the, the pushback from the kids has stopped and um, they've kind of accepted that this is just the new way of life and we are just getting on with it like everyone else. We're having good days, we're having bad days, we're having mediocre days, some days we're having great days. Yesterday was a good day, my husband was off work um, the weather was nice. We spent a lot of time outside in the garden. We went for a bike ride. You know, these are the things that we're now latching onto um, as, as moments of positivity. And that's kind of what I wanted to speak to you about today. I've had sort of lots of different thoughts over the past week. Bear with me because they're all over the place. But what I wanted to talk about firstly was, I guess, all the small things that I've been noticing And we're hearing the word gratitude come up a lot. And that's how people are coping with obviously focusing on um, whatever positives we can get out of this experience. India Knight wrote an amazing article in the Sunday Times magazine. It was just beautiful. And it was all the things that she is appreciating right now. And it's all the small things. None of the materialistic things. And what she said really resonated with me. I was reading it and I was thinking, yeah, I mean, why would I be interested in a new handbag right now? Why would I be interested in, um, you know, topping up my spring, summer, you know, wardrobe collection? What is important is, can we sit outside and have a cup of tea? Can we have some space to to just breathe? Can we sit down and, you know, have dinner as a family and these are the big things that are, you know, creating a bit of joy in our family, um, especially when we can have dinner without anyone arguing or shouting, which is um, still an achievement I don't think we've accomplished. Um, we may have had like five or 10 minutes without anyone bickering, but, you know, I'm I'm, I'm grateful for that. There's also a level of acceptance now, uh, acceptance that this is the situation and also accepting that you can have a bad day and you can have um, a day where everyone's screaming and shouting and I've been really trying to tell that to the kids that if they get angry and they slam doors and they shout at each other, they shout at me, it's exactly the same as when I get angry and shout at them that it's okay. You know, we're allowed to to show our emotions and it's okay to to feel angry and um disappointed that we're missing out on on fun things, that we're disappointed that we're not seeing our friends and going to parties. I think that we need to stop putting pressure on ourselves, that we need to be, um, you know, positive and strong. And we've got to have this level of resilience, which obviously we we have to practice, but it doesn't have to be all the time. And, you know, practicing this this element of self-compassion, which is what I talk about in this coming week's podcast Um, with Nicola Harker who is a GP and she's also now a women's empowerment specialist and we talk about a lot of that um, in this Thursday's podcast coming up and something that she touched on which I also want to talk about today is this kind of comparison suffering, comparative suffering is what she she calls it and that I think I definitely did um you know for the first week or two i wouldn't allow myself to feel any pain or grief or sadness because who was i you know i've got a, a family you know at home we've been ill thankfully we got through it um we've got a garden we've got space we've got food on the table and i wasn't allow myself to feel the feelings that i should be feeling because in some way i was i was not suffering compared to other people and that is true you know, there's a lot of people out there that are in a lot worse situations, and um, but we shouldn't beat ourselves up for not being in that situation. And as women, we tend to do that a lot, and we want to be in fixing mode, and we want to, you know, want to make everything better. And um, we shouldn't allow ourselves to feel this pain because who are we if we've got food on the table and a garden to play in? So. I definitely suffered with that. And maybe I'm still suffering with that. What's helped me is, is trying to help other people and, you know, be as, as available as I can to other people who are in need. And I, I've taken the pressure off with the homeschooling, A, because it's now the Easter holidays, which is brilliant. And B, because I think it was a point last week where I just thought I can't do this. I can't, everything and do everything for everyone without having some form of breakdown and something had to give and I took my foot off the accelerator and I recognized I have to feed my kids and us and for me it's important it always has been to to make good healthy food for the family so that's something I can't relinquish what I felt I could relinquish is being like really on it with the with the homeschooling so we did like an hour an hour and a half I kind of made up my own stuff, um, you know, I'd kind of threw some stuff out there. But for me, the most important thing was teaching the kids values in this situation. Um, so that was printing off loads of NHS, um, thank you NHS posters, and the kids were colouring that in and explained to them while they were, col- were colouring in how important it was, um, what the, the NHS and the doctors and the nurses and all the staff on the front line are doing for us at the moment. And for me, that was educational. Um, teaching my other kids that they need to put themselves out there to volunteer in some way, shape or form. Um, and my son realised that actually, now he's on the Easter holidays, he's got a bike, he loves being outside, um, cycling. So we've got a local village near us and we, he can go to the supermarket and um, do some shopping for some vulnerable people who are or, or maybe in isolation. So for me, that was a win. So and everyone can choose their different things, you know, whatever that is. Um, my other kids made some friendship bracelets and wrote little cards for their friends. We posted them through their letter boxes, and they were writing, they were reading, they were colouring, they were creating. For me, that was educational. So I actually feel a lot calmer because of that. Um, and I took myself off, um, I took the pressure off myself last week. You know, another thing that I've been noticing, we have a dog. For me, walking my dog is one of the greatest pleasures. Of the day, never been so grateful for my dog, and we've been laughing because there's this you know funny thing going around on the internet of the dog sitting on top of the fridge going please don't take me for another walk and that kind of happened yesterday where my husband had already done his morning exercise with the dog and then about two hours later I took the dog and I had to literally physically drag her out the house she's just done she didn't want to go out again but once she's out she loves it so it's fine and. I've been noticing on my walks, families walking together, couples holding hands, kids climbing trees, dads running around with their, you know, with their kids. We've got nowhere to go. We've got nothing to do. We don't have any plans. We don't have anything better going on. We're focusing here on the here and now, like being as present as we possibly can. And it's actually really joyful to see, um, you know, yesterday we, we've we got like a local river near us and there was a lot of people walking, obviously social distancing. And these are connections that are being made that maybe families have never had before. You know, you could have parents that work um, crazy hours that, that are like ships in the night. Uh, maybe people wor- work away from the home. And for the first time ever, we're being allowed this time. We're being given Um, this time and although it feels like we're sort of prisoners in our own home actually we are it's the greatest gift that we've been given because we're solidifying foundations um, possibly by you know getting on each other's nerves and annoying each other but we are going to look back at this time and we're going to remember those daily walks and we're walking to nowhere you know yesterday we my other kids my older kids would you know, in another time would have said, absolutely not. We are just going on a random walk on a Sunday afternoon. They would have have refused. But now they're just, they're happy, they're accepting it. And um, again, I'm not painting any happy family, you know, pictures, there's arguing, there's us getting exasperated. Um, You know, we're not kind of joking and laughing the whole time, but we are doing it together as a family. And I'm seeing other families doing the same. And I'm seeing people talking and couples talking, and um, it they may be going all the other ways as well. You know, I'm not saying that this is you know, um, this amazing kind of situation, but there there must be some good that's going to come out of this. So, yeah, so there there has been a lot of awareness and noticing um the small things this week. I have to say. Um, What's keeping me sane right now is definitely connecting with my friends, WhatsApp groups, funny things that we're sending, having a laugh. um, Then, but being vulnerable as well. One of us is, you know, saying we're having a bad day, or one of the kids or the husbands is is driving them mad. Um, I'm listening to some great podcasts on my walks um sometimes I'm not listening to anything at all I just need some space I need you know no noise I need stillness other times I'm just throwing on some really amazing loud party music because that's the mood that I'm in um, and sometimes I'm listening to some really interesting podcasts, one of them I've been listening to this week, um, which has been amazing, is the new Brene Brown one, um, I think it's called Unlocking, and she's had some amazing um, guests, but just listening to Brene Brown speak to me is just you know fantastic, she's always got something wise and insightful to say, so I'd really uh, recommend listening to that, and um, yeah. And, and the last thing I wanted to say, and this is sort of just a bit of an analogy that I've had over the past few weeks. And it has been that I don't know if you have your own laptops or computers, but my computer is forever got things popping up like a virus check or updates or software updates. And a lot of the time you can sort of say update later, tomorrow or ignore, you know, you can have that on all your apps as well, you can ignore your updates on your phone, and eventually something will happen, something's going to malfunction, and your email's not going to work, or an app that you use, or a piece of software, or your computer's just not going to turn on one day, and I kind of feel like this is what's happened in the world like we've had over the years a lot of warnings we've had stuff you know telling us that um we need to slow down we need to reconnect and we've been ignoring we've been you know on this fast-paced hamster wheel materialistic way of life you know something has had to step in something of huge magnitude and um enormity and devastation to be honest you know I'm not blaming us as people but as a collective um this is an awakening of consciousness this is an awakening for us to all I hope not ignore moving on into the future when this is over and it will be over in a way you know we're gonna miss a lot of this stuff although at the moment it's like oh Um, cabin fever and I really really you know feel for people who aren't living with anyone else they're living on their own and that feeling of isolation is ridiculously overwhelming and I'm thinking about people who have got family um, you know members of their family in hospital um, who are really poorly you know other people who are not living in harmonious households and haven't got money to feed their kids or they're working on the front line and they're not seeing their kids and their families and their partners. You know, I'm not painting this kind of utopian picture, but there are going to be elements of this that we will have to take and move forward and use because it's going to happen again otherwise. And these these software updates are going to keep flashing up before our eyes and we're, we're going to keep getting warning signs. And this comes back to my conversation that I had with Nicola in this coming week's podcast. And she had quite a few warning signs to slow down and she kept ignoring them and then something quite big and catastrophic happened, and, and that was it, she had to just kind of put her hands up to the universe, and just say, okay, I'm listening right now, do what you need to do, tell me what I need to do, and it's kind of like this, you know, you can be as spiritual or as non-spiritual as you like, but if you can um, look at this situation, and and see opportunity, see how you can you know, move forward with this, how you can be of service to others, how you can um, change things in your family, family dynamic, your working dynamic, your health, your well-being, your mental health. If there's anything good that can come out of this, take it and don't feel guilty about it. You know, for us to find meaning in, you know, tragedy and grief, which this is, you know, don't minimise what's going on for people. And um, There's an element of, of of huge grief going on because our life as it was, our normal life has changed and it's never going to go back to be, being the same. But if we can take meaning and purpose, however that looks, and that yeah, can be as small as you want, don't ever think that what your situation is, is not big enough to find meaning. Everyone's experience is unique and um, never feel guilt that um, you're not suffering as much as someone else. So, yeah, I really hope that um, we look at this and we see the bigger picture and we take whatever we can from it in our own unique lives, in our um, home lives, our relationships, our friendships, our connections and we, we take something and we, we move forward with positivity. That was much longer than I expected and I don't want to come across as preachy or anything, you know, I'm just me with my own opinions and perspectives and you can agree or you can disagree. I hope that if it's helped, you know, at least a couple of people then I'm, I'm really happy. So I will see you or speak to you on Thursday with the next week's Podcast. Take care. I will see you soon. Bye.